0: Welcome back, Stanford Truth listeners. To our new listeners, welcome, and I'm glad that you are able to follow us. May you be blessed, encouraged, and be transformed by the Word of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. And last week's episode, we talked about Godhead, and it is a salvation issue. We talk about that there is only one God. And now on this topic that we're going to talk about is His manifestation. People are being, those who are believing in the Trinitarian doctrine, they believe that there is three person in a Godhead. How can it be? If a spirit is an invisible one, or the Holy Spirit is invisible, how can you say it's a person? Holy Spirit or God is not a person. He is an invisible spirit. As it says in John 1.18, no man has seen God at any time. Also in John chapter 4.24 says, God is a spirit. Let's read in Jeremiah 23 verse 23 to 24. I'm reading in a New King James Version. It says, am I a God near near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places? So I shall not see him, says the Lord do I not fill the heaven and earth? said says says the Lord. Also in second in first Kings chapter eight, verse twenty seven, it says, But will God indeed dwell on earth? Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you. In Psalms one hundred thirty nine, verse seven, says, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? God is everywhere. His spirit is everywhere. He's here while I'm recording this podcast. And He's there with you while you're listening to this podcast. God is not cont- is not only um, uh, available in a certain place. God is an omnipresent God. He is present at all time, in all places. Hallelujah. And also, now, we will talk about one of the manifestations of God as a father, God in a parental relationship. As it says in Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 6, Is he not your father who bought you? And another other verses, Doubtless you are our father, though Abraham was ignorant of us and Israel does not acknowledge us, you, O Lord, are our father, our redeemer from everlasting is your name. In Isaiah 63, verse 16. Also, have we not all one Father? Has not one God created us? That's in Malachi chapter 2, verse 10. In my favorite verse, Isaiah 9 and 6, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He is a son, he is a mighty God, and he is the everlasting Father. Who is that child that to to be born of a virgin? And we know who that is. That is Jesus Christ. Amen. Also in Matthew chapter one verse eighteen to twenty says Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they come to before they came together, Hallelujah. Also, as God in humanity, the Son of God. Let's read in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 35. Verse 26 says, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in... He will be great, and will be called the Son of God, of the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, "How can this be, since I do not know man?" And the angel answered and said to her, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you." And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, this is the fulfillment of the prophecy of Isaiah chapter 9 verses, verse 9 and 6. That a son will be born and a son will be given. A child will be born and a son will be given. The government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. In that name is Jesus. Praise the Lord. Also another verse that we can read is, For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more having been reconciled we shall be saved by His life. In Romans chapter 5, verse 10, the reason why Jesus came on this earth is for us to be reconciled with God. His death is, has become the payment for the sins of the world. My sin and your sin. Because if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus Christ on that cross, we will die in our sin. We will die eternally in the lake of fire. So we thank God for his love and mercy towards us that he sent forth his son Jesus Christ to be the mediator, to be the lamb that was slain for the world, for the sins of the world, in order for us to be reconciled with God. That's how how wonderful and mighty our God is, the the God that we serve. It's because He's loving, He's generous, He's merciful, He's gracious. That despite the sins of the world, He still loved us even before we loved Him. That's why He sent forth His Son, Jesus Christ, to be the the mediator of man to God or God to man. Hallelujah. Also, another verse we can read: "But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law." In Galatians chapter four and four. Also, in Hebrews one, chapter one, verse one to three says, "God, who had various time at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the future, to the Father by the prophets." I'm sorry has in this last day spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, though whom also he made the worlds, who bring the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down, in, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, Jesus Christ is the express image of the invisible God. That's why he has he had to manifest himself in flesh. You know, he has to manifest himself in the flesh so that we can have communion with him because from the time that God kicked out Adam and Eve and he only spoken to few people on this earth after that. The reason why God wants to be he wants He wants us to come back to him. that's why he he manifest He came down to this earth, to our level in order for us to commune with him, to have a relationship with him. It is not the religion that's teaching the Word of God that will save you. It's the relationship to God that is that what will save you? because if you hear His word and if you listen to His word. And follow the word of God. It will save you. Because you will be obedient to the word of God. And what it wants you to do. Hallelujah. Also let's read in Hebrews 1 and 5. It says. You are my son today. I have begotten you. This is the angel speaking. When. Uh, when. Uh, when um, What you call this? Sorry. I, my mind just went blank. I'll get back to that. So, we will talk about now the Holy Spirit, the God in activity as a spirit. It says, there, it says here in Genesis 1 and 2, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So, from the time that God is creating, he, His Spirit is hovering. His Spirit is working. His Spirit is the one that's speaking to things to happen. To happen. Also, there is one, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4 and verse 6 says, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. One God, Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. Hallelujah. Let's also read John chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Remember that word. That word is God. And let's jump to uh, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. The word became flesh. And that flesh is Jesus Christ. Amen. Also we will talk about that the Holy Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit is the Father. As it says in Matthew chapter 118, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together she was found with a child of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And also in Matthew chapter 10 verse 20 says, For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. This is Jesus speaking to his disciple that whatever he speaks of is not of his flesh but it's of his spirit the spirit of God that's in him the fullness of godhead bodily is in Jesus Christ as it says in Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 and also we will read in John chapter 14 verse 7 to 11 father being revealed It says here, If you had known me, Jesus is talking to his disciple again. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Then Philip asked, Lord, show us the Father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus answered him, Have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me, thus the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves." Amen. And also let's read in John chapter 14, verse 19 to 24. In dwelling of the Father and the Son. Hallelujah. It says here in verse 19, A little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. I live. You will live also. Verse 20 says, At that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. He who, has, he who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscaria, said said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love, the, he who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine but the Father who sent me. Amen. All those verses are so clear. To, uh, to us because it is revealing who is the Father, who is the Son and who is the Holy Ghost it is Jesus Christ, that's why it's very important for us to understand the Godhead, that's why it says in Colossians chapter 2 verse 9 that the fullness of Godhead bodily is wrapped in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that's why it's very important that you understand that there is manifestations of God Not three person, but manifestation because he manifests himself in the Old Testament as the pillar of fire, the cloud, the rock, so on and so forth. And Jesus is the fulfillment of all the prophecies that's been told by the prophets by God. You know, it's so clear. In Isaiah 9 and 6, this is my my favorite verse of all when it comes to oneness of God because in that one verse, it just shows who is God because He is the everlasting Father, He is the mighty God, and He is a Son. And what we are talking about today, it's about Father, Son, and the Holy, Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, which are the characteristics or the manifestation of God. God is, we cannot, we cannot uh, limit God for who He is. Our mind cannot comprehend the, full, the fullness or the totality of God. That's why His Word, he, it made simple for us to understand. Hallelujah. So, if you have any questions, I know this is a very, very um, uh, sensitive topic to talk about because there are a lot of people that believe that there is three persons in a Godhead. The God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But there is no such thing in the Word of God. And we've just read all those things, right, in just now. And God has spoken that if you have seen Jesus, you've seen the Father, as what He said to His disciple, Philip. Amen, amen. So let me just give you some of the verses that you can study for yourself, um, that you can compare. What, what What is it talking about? And if you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram at Stanford Truth underscore 2020. So I'll give you the verses, First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, and 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19. And the last two verses is 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, and Jude chapter 1. So if you have any questions or you're doubting of what you just heard, or if it's not clear to you, please feel free to contact me on the given information that i've just said you know i'll be willing to interact with you listeners because i'm i'm usually uh much more comfortable talking to people than talking to this gadget that i'm using to share this word of god to you i want to hear some feedbacks i want to hear people talking to me regarding of what they've heard if they understood it right because that's what bible study is about you you we we study together and if you have any questions or if it's not clear enough we will get into more bible verses that will talk about the the oneness of god his manifestation because he's not only manifested as a father son and holy ghost as i've said he was also manifested as the pillar of fire cloud the rock and he's also called the line of judah and the lamb so there's a lot of things that god is characterized or uh, is manifested into you know he we cannot we cannot limit him to his power or to his greatness because we cannot comprehend who god is and his thoughts is not our thoughts. We have, God has just given us few of the things that He is. And that's in, in the Bible that we are reading. So I encourage every one of you that, that are listening to this podcast, that you, you study the Word of God for yourself. As you listen to this and as you listen to the previous episodes or the previous topics, study it for yourself. In order for you to really understand that what I'm sharing to you is the is what the word of God is saying, because I I was not a Bible reader before. I never read the Bible even when I was like teenagers. I I, I opened it maybe once or twice. But when when I came to Jordan and and the, and God put me in the church that I am in, this is. This is my life now, you know I cannot live without knowing who God is. I cannot live without reading His word. It's like my my the breath of life that I needed daily so i I thank god for for the knowledge, for the wisdom, the understanding, and opening my mind to the truth of who He is. Now I'm not confused. why is there? This and this and that, you know, God already revealed it to me as, as I surrender my thoughts to Him. When I, when I accepted the truth, when I accepted Jesus Christ, when I accepted His Word, as I repented of my sins and when I got baptized in Jesus' name, that's when all the understanding came in, all of a sudden, that what I've been reading or hearing from my pastor who was preaching to me the Word of God, that time just came into my understanding. So I thank God for for the pastor that He put in my life to teach me His word. And I'm sharing this to you all because I've heard and I've experienced everything that I'm sharing it sharing to you all. So I hope and I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that all of you that are listening to this podcast that you will be transformed and your mind will be renewed in the Word of God. Not by my Word, because God is just using this voice to deliver to you His Word. And I praise God for allowing me to use this platform to share His Word to you. I hope that this weekend will bless you and God will strengthen you and bless you for the coming week. And I hope and I'm praying that... I will hear from any one of you who are listening to this podcast very soon. I love you all and I'm praying for you all who are listening to this podcast in Jesus' name.